Welcome to the You Are Growth Podcast, where we're all about growth, and that's on, period. You're with your host, Mr. Vince Kander, and we're welcoming Luis Green. Thank you so much for being a guest on the You Are Growth Podcast, Luis. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. I mean, I'm honored. Uh, just heard nothing but great things about the podcast and you, and it's uh, such a pleasure to be here. Oh, is it? Is it now? I, that's the first. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <So. laughs> we all got to say our, our thank yous when we're, uh, when we're present, right? <laughs> you know, gratitudes, you know. Come on, uh, we got to be grateful. I like that. So this episode is going to be titled <clears throat> Just Start. So what we're talking about is basically why people struggle with starting their next venture, mm, why people right. struggle with starting and what they can do to possibly help them fix that problem. Mm, so yeah, right. before we go into that, how's the family? How's um, life? How is COVID-19 treating you? Come on. So COVID-19 propaganda. I love it. Propaganda. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, we're not going to touch on that, but I know yeah, uh, we're about to get shot here on the, on the swerve, podcast. Swerve, swerve. No, family's right. good. You uh, know, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, family's good. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, I have uh, three kids. Uh, and I honestly just started with getting started. You know what I'm saying? Three kids later. <laughs> just started with getting started and boom. Boom. You know, and they're not. That's how it happens. And 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 they're not triplets, guys. Just just throwing no. that out there. So it it four, it, it three, was definitely some growth. Four, two and you know? one, yeah. <laughs> how old are they again? You said. So my son Caden is four. My daughter Sephora is two, and then my daughter Saraya just had her birthday party, which you were there. God, he made was a, he made a he made a special appearance. Yeah, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't do that much. You know, for her just first for, birthday. Just, just just for the people I feel sorry for. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots live on the air. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. I love you to death, bro. There's not, like there's there's I guess there's something about you. So let's dive in. Tell me who Luis is. What people yeah. not, not just your family, but who are you? Yeah. Um I guess that's a that's an interesting question to pose, right? So uh I would say at the core of me, uh, I'm just somebody who likes having fun. You know, I really do. I, I do enjoy having fun in everything that I do. Um, and I feel like it just tries to, it really spills into other stuff. So I think when you, mm. when you keep the root of me just having fun, it, you know, that's really, I think, who I am. I'm just kind of goofy, silly. Um, but, I mean, you know me pretty well. Uh, there's a lot of seriousness behind a lot of my just kiddings. <laughs> do I? <clears throat> <laughs> What are you familiar with? Speaking of talking about like your who you are and, and the root of who you are, are you familiar with Simon's? I believe I'm saying his name right. Um, I'm really bad at names, but Cynics find your why. Uh, not too familiar. No, I can't say that I am. Really, bro, it is crazy. But essentially, what it is is we all have that why that connects uh -huh. us to our passions, our careers, our yeah. our everything about what we do, there's always centered around that one mm -hmm. why, right? Or for mm -hmm. some instances, or some people, they say multiple whys, but it's usually one core why and other things are branched from it. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what I teach, where you talk about how your personal development is the root of all development. And 
when you have your personal development in check, all of your other growth patterns start to kind of align, such as your business, mm. such as your finance, such as everything else, because you're taking care of you first yeah. and your priorities and, and, and what matters to you. Yeah, because personal development is something right. that's important. Um, I do encourage you to really read up on him. Um, you have his name there, uh, Simon Sinex, uh, but he is he's really amazing. He's very, very, very personable, which I like. Um, so if I were to, since I explained the why, what would your why be? Uh, family, for sure. You know, uh, I think early on, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't family. Uh, it was more just uh, just having, I mean, going back to having fun, you know, just in a different aspect of fun. Um, so that's really kind of where it starts, you know. And honestly, for me, uh, I think a core of me is really just, uh, I came from very little. Uh, so through the foster care system, I uh, went through 11 different foster homes in a matter of two years. Um, my mom was, uh, uh, her job was, uh, prostitution. And, um, so we were homeless most of our life. So mm. from that, you know, really propelled, um, I, I mean, a really big desire to want to be successful, you know, trying from starting on you know, a company, we have a company that we run. We also do, I also have a life insurance company and then we also do real estate. So, you know, we try to keep our hands in a little bit of everything. Um, but I mean, it really all comes from the core, you know, you know, not ever wanting to be in a position where my, my kids have to live in a way that I did. And then, mm. you know, previous to the kids, it was, I never wanted to be back in a situation where, you know, I remember at one time we're walking by a store and I was crying that I wanted some something to drink. You know, I remember my mom like saying, oh, I'm sorry, we, we don't have the money. This is all in Spanish. But she's like, no tenemos el dinero. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know? Wow. So I just think, you know, I think back at times like that. And we, I mean, everybody, anybody here right. that's listening, we all have situations that may not be as, you know, uh, extreme, but they're still just as impactful in our lives. They propel that, us. Yep. That we look yeah. back and we think, you know, I don't want X, Y, and Z and, you know, you fill in the blank. Right. I see you keep <clears> saying <throat> we, right? So I, I, I see that you have that team mentality. And uh, who are you talking about when you say we? When did I say we? You said. It just comes out naturally. Exactly. So Come you on. said we on several occasions. I don't ever want to put us uh, put us in a position to be like that again. Uh, yeah. We have a real estate. We do this. Ah. We do that. And so I wanted to know what that we is. So I'm married to an angel. <laughs> so it's my wife, Tia. Uh, really. Did you I mean, say that to say that or is she truly an angel? I guess it depends. If she hears this, it's because she's truly an angel. If she doesn't hear it, I said it because I said it. <laughs> I have met um, to you guys. Leave it at that. So, she's a uh, boss. No. She's a boss for honestly, sure. uh, she commands. She commands respect, and she is a very sweet person. But don't test her at all yeah. in any capacity. You can sense that for sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, I like that. You, so you team up with your wife. Yeah, she really propels everything forward. I mean, I think that I have the ability to really be the visionary in our relationship, you know, the dreamer. I can think really, really big and, you know, I can find how to get there. But Tia ensures that, you know, we make the steps even after the fun wears off, 
you know, mm. the, the moment you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know if I really want to do that. Or my brain starts shifting into something different. She's really good at navigating me back and steering me like, hey, remember, remember that original vision that you had, you know, that was solid. Like, that's kind of where we need to keep going. Um, and she's just really, really good at um, the administrative side of life. You know, she keeps us, you know, yeah. she doesn't forget dates. <laughs> so traditionally, neither do I actually, which is odd, but I, I, uh, it's a good quality. I, uh, I we're, we're friends. You remind me of my wife. Well, Except um, so this has like been a great all, episode but... of you are growth and you have a wonderful, no, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is how it began and ended. <laughs> And my this marriage is... is also over at this point. <laughs> uh, what's that? Uh, the, light, the light has shined. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I want to touch on that a little later in the interview. But I believe is, is that we have to be able to have a team in order to fulfill growth in our lives. Yes, and whether that be yeah. our wife we or We were just talking friends, about that the other day. Yeah, exactly. I think it's important that you understand what you're weak at and don't mm-hmm. try to do it. Like mm-hmm. okay. try to learn. And keep going, but you got to learn yeah. from somebody, and you got to learn from somewhere. And until you can successfully do it, find someone right. who can help you, right. who loves you, who cares about you, who's going to be there for you. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people out here who will do things more for the money, but if you have to pay somebody, you just have to pay somebody. That's just it. You feel yeah. me? So, and that's just at the end of the day. And also, don't diminish someone else's self worth by demanding things for free. That's another thing that's just not okay to do. Uh, I don't want anybody to get unclear on that. So I appreciate you talking about your struggles in the beginning when you were a child and stuff of mm-hmm. that and and you overcoming that by by having a family and having these several businesses that you can elevate your income from. So as you see in the image in front of you, uh there is a um kind of like a graph of different zones in life, a mm. comfort zone, fear zone, learning zone, and growth zone. What, what would you identify yourself as, as to what zone you were in? Uh, you know, I'm a big believer that you always hover. Once you get past the comfort and the fear zone, which is where a lot of people kind of stops them from ever getting started. Right. Um, is really in the learning and growth zone. You know, I think you, always cycled back and forth from that you know once you elevate into one sphere you know you're learning something you're always gonna be put in a position that you haven't been before if you're growing right Right. so with that you have to continuously have to learn how to operate in this new position how have you grown over the years man honestly it started really with uh with the book um Mm. that really started everything for me so do you think reading helps elevate people's mentality in regards to growth yeah, and it doesn't even have to be reading necessarily. Okay. Um, like audios are always really good. It's mm. just kind of putting in content that sometimes challenges the quote unquote day to day structure of life. Mm. Right. So there's some things that were taught in school, and I'm not I'm not bashing school necessarily, you know, because I think it has its place. But what I think happens a lot of times is we learn things that aren't really applicable for people that are trying to grow businesses. Mm. Okay. And so. Um, but I mean, I'm a big believer that, you know, reading or getting some type of audio or something that's going to challenge you a little bit um, from people that, I mean, yeah. that have some some backing behind what they're saying, you know. So I started with a book uh, called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you guys have yeah. definitely that's uh, a really a good must, book. a must read for anybody that's really trying to do anything in life, whether it's, you know, just being, a, you know, whether it's being an agent um, in any sphere, whether it's 
you know, in the life insurance field or real estate field or anything, really, I think it's it's a must. Even if you just want to be an employee forever, you, you know, know, the best employee CEO. Yeah. AA. Like, I'm so serious. Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm not an alcoholic. What yeah. I mean is, is that... Anymore. We got past that. Thank God. <laughs> that depends on the night. No, I'm joking. I do not... You substituted it with coffee. You did a good job. <laughs> no, um... But seriously, they teach a really well regimented program about mm-hmm. about forgiveness and about understanding yeah. and where to go from and how to grow from where you were at. Right, and right. you can ap- apply those 12 steps to almost anything in life. And mm-hmm. that's something that's huge um, that I, I, I kind of like to go into certain areas that might not be something that I struggle with just mm-hmm. to learn what other people struggle with. Just so I can okay. see, OK, well, how how can I apply this? for growth for me because it will help mm-hmm. everyone's growth while personal can also teach a lesson which yeah. is really really important to understand mm-hmm. so i wanted to talk about three keys to achieving that potential on growth so and how you can get out of the fear zone which during the fear zone is usually when people feel safe they feel in control they feel like ah i got it right and are not that's the comfort zone i apologize that's the fear zone is more you know uh, i i don't know if i can do this i don't think i can do this i'm not worthy enough or i get lazy i find myself Mm -hmm. i found myself finding comfort in something else so i can forget about the discomfort that i feel over here um affected by other people's opinions oh you could never be this great or you know excuses exactly like excuses that will just plagate you until you decide to not listen anymore you have to have a strong will set to move forward in any type of growth yeah and that's huge so i also ask so that's that's one of the key key characteristics or key questions that you have to ask yourself what is holding you back make it known name it get up in the morning look yourself in the at yourself in the mirror and just look at yourself and say hey listen like I, I I suck at this, okay? Yeah. And I need to figure it out. What do I do? Right. Okay? Start writing down notes. Start writing down things. And Start writing opinion. Empowering. Yeah. Social I media is huge, huge too. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who are you following on social media? Right. It's the yep. same thing as who you surround yourself with in person. Yeah. If you're surrounding yourself with 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 things that are going to distract you from your growth and not empower you to move forward, yeah. then you're just setting yourself up for failure. Right. right? And I think it's also important to... Uh, remember where, where you're at, you know, like what, where are you in the, in the growth chart? Mm-hmm. Right. And it could be like, you know, you're a startup. So if you're a startup, like your goal should not be to try to learn as much as you can about how to scale a multi-billion dollar company now. Right. Because you know, you're not- that's not your phase, you know? Right. And I think that also goes with who you're listening to, you know, like your social media, because you'll have people that are just putting out tons of content and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you guys just got to remember where am I and is this content relevant to where I'm at now? And there's a, a moment you got to separate yourself from the hoorah, hoorah stuff. And don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. I love waking up in the morning and getting content that really fires me up. Mm. But there has to be something substantial outside of that because there's days that the hoorah, hoorah, the motivational stuff isn't really motivating you at all because – you get to the reality of, you know, you exactly. got to hit the ground running. You got to put your feet on the pavement, knock on doors if that's what you're doing in sales mm-hmm. or, you know, have some hard conversations with some people that, you know, maybe are affecting you uh, negatively. You know, right. the, the fear zone really, like it, like it says, you know, like we said earlier is, you know, being affected by people's opinions mm. is deadly. 
And especially yet, sometimes mm-hmm. even family, like yeah. people who you most of the time, I'd say 90, 90% of the time, it's the people that are closest to you that, that have the biggest opinion of and what that's you're doing. Their fear. Don't let that project onto you. Right. And I think too, it's like, there are a lot of times the people that project these types of fears on you, they, they came in a different generation. we got to remember that mm-hmm. they, they didn't grow up in your generation. So when you talk to them about, Hey, you know, for instance, you know, I sell on, on, on e-commerce, you know, I'm on Amazon. Right. And uh, for instance, my, my father, my dad, who we recently got connected and stuff like that. We actually went out shopping uh, today, uh, spent thousands and thousands of bucks uh, in hopes of making tens of thousands back. But, you know, one of the things, you know, as we're talking about it, before he saw me spending any money and understanding kind of how I make the money. Right. Uh, you know, it was all very traditional thinking, you know, like, oh, you know, like, I don't, you know, I don't know about this kind of stuff, you know, like, you know, I had even said, hey, you know, well, you know, my, I guess a stepbrother, I said, hey, you know, you should definitely, you know, get him to, you know, I'd love to kind of coach him up a little bit. He's like, I'm not sure if he'd be interested in that, you know, and his head is like, you know, he has a a nice solid job at Costco, you know, and he'll work his way up one day. But it's just a generational years. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, my dad, I mean, he, he, he had a company, you know, he had a handyman yeah. company, but it was very traditional. Like you go, you put your hands to work and that's how he makes money. And that's to him. He understands that. And he understands that well, but sometimes, you know, the people that are going to speak their opinions into your life are from different generations that don't understand mm. the tools that we have now to make money. Right. And they didn't have to do it either. So and there were certain things that weren't available to them. So they there's no way for them to have understood it. Mm -hmm. So in your progress and in your growth, they'll see it and they'll start to ask questions. Be humble enough to answer them. Don't don't be like, oh, you remember when you said this or you remember when you Mm -hmm. you're elevating yourself and your family and your legacy and those people who are doubted you. So what? Because at the end of the day, you've doubted somebody. And then they've come out and said, and then and then swung hard, and they hit, and they and they go somewhere. It's the the thing is, is that it's about your ability to keep moving forward and not letting them say anything, and then humbly coming back when you are successful, teaching how to get there. Your uh, other mm-hmm. people how to get there too, just like you said with yeah. your stepbrother. You know, I always wish sometimes that like uh, um, having the mentality of somebody who's like a business owner or somebody who's an entrepreneur was like being a singer. You know, when somebody sings, everybody knows that they sound good, right? Right. It's like universal. Like, mm-hmm. well, unless you like like that grungy stuff, like we all know that sucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, on on a on a on a serious note, is you know when somebody has really good vocals, it's easy to say, "Wow, that person should be a singer." Right. And like, oh man, you should go try out for this because it's you evident. Know? Yeah. It's, it's right there in your face. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur isn't like that because being an entrepreneur, you can get to it from many different roads. Mm-hmm. There's not one road that people get to it. You know, some people get through uh, to building successful companies by stepping on people, pushing people out the way. It fell in know. my lap. <laughs> I'm so dead serious. Yeah. I- I let, but it, it well, I wouldn't say it fell in my lap. And, and that happens. It, you know, that it, does happen. It fell in my lap because I was willing to give up everything. Mm. Like, I was working. Okay, so I left my job at a deco staffing. 
I was in the corporate world doing staffing and and doing connecting people with 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 jobs and careers that they liked and yeah. stuff like that, and then doing remittance and stuff of the sort. Yeah. And then I moved into and then I got a job offer at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance decided not to honor their agreement and give me some other type of agreement. Mm-hmm. I just kept feeling sick going in there, going to a job that I didn't accept, that I didn't want, that I wasn't yeah. going there to think about. And I was just like, said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not. And I quit. Bro, that was the very first time I ever quit without yeah. having anything behind me to, wow. to help me. Was it scary? Nervous? I was you, more, you I was more, you know? I was more, huh? Because you have a daughter, you know, was it? Yeah. So I was more, I was, no, um, you got to understand that I didn't know about Kamora till about three. So um, uh-huh. I wasn't, I didn't have Kamora in my life at the time, but so uh-huh. it was easier it uh-huh. was easier. Um, yeah, like I didn't know her and I didn't know Keitra. So, but I, I would say that, um, one of the biggest things that really propelled me was the fact that, okay, well, I can't stay here. Mm-hmm. I'm more, I had much, a much more disdain for the job than I did for my fear. Yeah. So you hated I it more went, than you hated. Yeah. I threw up every happy. single day I went in, like it was bad, uh. like for Brightway and, so I left and then all of a sudden I had a, a connection, a friend. It's always never, never burn your bridges. But yeah. like, you know, somebody told me that once, but, uh, you must have been a genius, <laughs> you know, and with great teeth. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the, and she said, Hey, I have a, my business partner. It has all this equipment. He wants to run a coffee shop and then boom, bada bing, bada bing that it happened. Like all the equipment, he needs someone to run it. And that's how it came to, that's how my first one came about. And then my second yeah. one came about with, with the help of a, um, Actually, it was the dying of coffee shops inside of malls that helped my second one breed itself. So uh-huh. the fact that Starbucks decided to, I don't want to be in malls anymore. So never underestimate, like when someone else grows from where they're at, yeah. it also le- it also creates room for you to grow. Right. So like, for, like, I feel like that's important to understand. That's how I've learned over the years that mm-hmm. when you seek and admire someone else's growth and not take like, oh man, I could have been there or I could have, instead of you, you just start applauding their growth, you can move into where they were and then it's going to keep going. It's like a mm-hmm. ladder and you, and you keep growing. Um, but before we, uh, in that, um, I think the biggest thing is finding solutions to, you know, f- change the areas of those lives that you want to change and then expanding to the growth zone by by really kind of just challenging your limits, your expectations, understanding what those solutions are and pushing even those even further and realizing that at the end of the day, your growth zone could inevitably become your comfort zone again. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because you, it's just like a disease. Once your yeah. body becomes immune to it, it no longer affects you. Once yeah. you grow, I mean, I know it's a, 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 a completely opposite analogy, mm-hmm. but immunity is beautiful because it's so complex and so different. But once you become immune to something, it can't affect you anymore. Once you become immune to that process, you no longer continue to grow. You're now comfortable again. So then you have to keep going forward and learning something new. And you have to push past that comfort, which is, Mm -hmm. oh, I already did this. That's your fear. Now you have to move again. Now you have mm-hmm. to get into the learning zone again to learn something you didn't know again. And then you mm-hmm. end back into the growth. And it's like a recycling process. Yeah. I think it, you know, I think that's huge. Yeah. One of my really good buddies, um, he owned a, a really successful diving company. Uh, they make roughly 10, I think they're this year, they're projecting into the 20s. So about 20,000 or 20 million a year. And, you know, it's funny, you know, he had to get way out of his comfort zone to build the company, 
you know, he had a serious conversation with his wife and he said, Hey, like, this is the last time if this doesn't work. Cause he had tried a lot of different things that didn't work. And he said, you know, this is the last time if this doesn't work, <laughs> I'm done trying to build my own, you know, lifestyle. And, uh, he did it and he put all of it into it and it worked out, you know, and now he's, you know, in making 20 million a year. But I had a really good conversation with him the other day where he's just like, man, I just feel like I'm, I'm kind of comfortable. Yeah. You know, like, wow. See? I, I, like I, I'm almost scared now, you know, it's a little bit back to the fear part. He's like, you know, I'm right. almost scared to make the next dive because he's like, you know, he's like, now it's not just me. There's like, and then it's like that talk that you give yourself, I have all these workers. And if I mess mm-hmm. up the company, then they go. And I mean, now, I fell into that same pigeonhole. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, you know, he's looking into making an acquisition. He's like, but, you know, if I make the acquisition, you know, things are going to change. And what happens if I fail? And it kind of turned back around, you know, you always are staring back into the mirror. The numbers just continue to go up, you know. So before it was like, oh, man, if, you know, losing everything to him at that time was maybe losing a couple thousand dollars. You know, losing everything to him now is losing, you know, millions. But to him... And this is really for everybody, you know, it doesn't matter yeah. where you're at and what stage of life you're at, whether you're a million, millionaire, billionaire, or just right. a hundredaire. <laughs> uh, really? The amount of money is still relevant to, you know, just in different, different figures, you know, so it you is. take out a couple of zeros, add a couple of zeros, but it's still fearful. We were talking about that in the last episode. By the way, we both are on the 21st men, if you don't know. Uh, he is a great um, financial guy. He has his own brand uh, with Mirabella Investments, and I do this thing. But we're both 21st men who believe in the empowerment of, of other men and building community. Yep. But uh, that's what we were talking about on our, almost our last episode, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about Jeff Bezos. Is it Jeff Bezos, right? Is that the owner yeah. of, of Amazon? And we were talking about the relevancy of his money to something like us. We still make the same type of decisions. We still budget. We just budget based on what we have. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we don't want to lose what we have. We want to grow it more, you know? Yeah. And I think a mistake that we make too is, you know, <laughs> just the other day I was with uh, this one of the guys uh, that I really wanted to kind of take under my wing. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know, you guys get started, dude. You got to do something. You know, there's money everywhere to be made. And, um, He's like, oh, I mean, I, but it take, you need to have money to make money. Mm. And I look at him and I mean, this isn't a, a hit on tattoos because I got a tattoo, but. So do I. And, but I said, and these are all brand new tattoos that this guy's got. I was like, I'm looking at your skin and I see thousands of dollars. Mm. And it, and remember, it has nothing to do with that tattoos, but it has everything to do with the fact that you just told me you have no money, but you're going to write on your skin exactly you could be making money with that mm-hmm. thousand. and I, I give him a quick scenario with that thousand dollars could have gone a 68 percent return on that money over and over and over but they're not Just taught that them, you know people aren't taught how to how to build their money which is, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So we have a, um, a supporter, someone who just started her business, her own all-natural company, face creams, um, different face creams, hair products, stuff like that. She makes them. She boils her products herself. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's actually a college student, bro. She's only wow. 19 That's years old. I believe 19 huh? years old, 18 or 19 years old. Wow. And she's really, 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 really awesome. She's got a great personality, loves loves God, and and all these types of, of amazing su- support that I want to throw her way because – I believe in her and I believe in what she has to offer. And 
she has some questions. She asks, how do you build consistency, balance, and how do you stay motivated? So <clears throat> you have to, have to, have to wake up and have it mapped out already. Mm. If Plan that day. You have to. No, Honestly, you should plan it. Not Don't wake up and plan it. Plan it no, the yeah. night before. Have it planned yeah. when you're already awake. When you're awake, it should be planned. Exactly. Um, yep. And I'm a big, you know, I'm really, really big on having a little bit of time for yourself. And that looks different from some people, you know, some people, you know, they wake up and they get into their Bible or they get up and they meditate or they get up and right. they go to the gym or they get up and, you know, I mean, some people like their quiet time is just checking their emails. You know, I wouldn't say that's mine, but, you know, you have to find a way to detox you know, and that morning time is the best time to detox, you know, and in the morning is actually when your subconscious is most alert. So your brain is operating at different hertz in the morning, the first 15 minutes. So if you actually play something that you really want to inspire you or something you want to propel or change a thought or something, behavior patterns in the morning, right when you wake up, I'm talking about right when you wake up, boom, put it in. Whether it's you're doing your yoga, you're going to play something in the background. And it literally will dive into your subconscious mm. and it'll propel you throughout the day. So there'll be moments in time when normally, let's say after lunch, like, man, I'm feeling tired. The first speech that you give to yourself is most likely what you heard. If you heard something that had to do with that. As, for example, don't give up. You have so much to give. And if that inspired you in the morning, it's just going to keep you going, you know? My thing is sticky notes. I love them. Sticky I notes. Them. I like put them on All my mirrors. Over. I like put them on my mirrors. You know, there's a show, and I only watch it because I believe Gabrielle Union is is going to leave her husband and marry me. But that's not the point, Gabrielle Union. I love you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, but she played a part called Being Mary Jane, and she would put sticky yeah. notes everywhere. And, and affirmations are important. I actually have a Speaking, friend. The nose into your life to set up a double date. Okay, great. I love it, bro. Growth. You, <laughs> I'm growing, man. <laughs> man just, so, how do you? She has to, well, through that, that's how you're going to gain your motivation. Ayana, that's kind of how you now. Like, that's gonna how you're going, <laughs> going to build up. balance, and that's how you're going to have consistency. Yeah. So, she asks also, how do you gain support from others? Like, how do you get that? Well, there's a, there's twofold right there. You have to believe in your product mm. but I the believe support that. comes from relationships if people aren't supporting you is because you haven't nurtured a relationship or your relationship they're the more valuable one in your relationship mm. so they don't see value in you so they don't feel like they have to do anything for you and people uh. only do what you allow them to do mm. so if you allow to have allow people in your you know, in your circle of friendships that you call friends and that you support, they don't support you. Well, you've allowed that pattern. Well, it's hard to get somebody out of that pattern, right? So, but when you've made the expectations really clear at the front end, like, hey, you know, you guys are friends and, you know, you want someone's support. Don't be afraid to ask somebody for support. Call them. And a lot of times people just want you to ask, you know, yeah, that's all it takes is, hey, you know, I had one of my really good buddies, you know, he started yeah. a a, a dropshipping company, and uh, he said, "It's not me, guess." <laughs> I had told I him I was like, you know, about me. 
What you got to do is call your friends. Take a list. You have a Rolodex. It's called your phone. Go through every single one of those people. That's a 90s term, guys, just in case you guys didn't know what a Rolodex was. Yeah. God, I, <laughs> I, I just hit 30, but I feel old. Um, but it just I said, go through your phone, bro. And just call 10 people. Start with 10 people. Call them and say, hey, man, I really would love your support. And you know what almost every single person is going to say? Sure. With what? And then you say, hey, you know, I started, I started, a, like for her, for instance, you know, I started a company and, you know, this is what I'm selling and I would really love your support on it. And sometimes people can't, may, they may not have the money, you know, so you give them two options say, hey, if you can, you know, just buy one and just give your honest review, your feedback, that'd be like the yep. best. If you can't, then, hey, if just give me like a quick shout out, I'll send you the material that I would like you to post or something like that. You know, anybody can help. And I'm going to be honest, if they say that they can't do either, then, you know, those are people that you they don't support you. in your life anyways. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, those things are free to do. Right. Yeah. And, and those people who are exactly. going to support you are going to do it. So let, I, I might not have all the money in the world, but I'm yeah. going to. But I share if somebody asks me to do something, I always share people on social. Yeah. I don't care what it is. At, at the end of the day, I support people who support themselves. Yeah, and that's and that's what I think. I think that you've got to continue to to build that relationship. I tell people all the time, well, I want to get to, to 50,000 followers on Instagram and I'm a social media expert. Uh, not ex, I mean, I am an expert, damn it. Instagram, Instagram, I'm I'm heavy. Everybody asks, how do you how do you grow it? You get your engagements on Instagram with only so many little followers, and I'm like, because I don't focus on followers. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't need them. I don't want them. I mean, I want them. Yeah. But I would rather have a follower who's going to to show me love. Who's going to? You rather have my influence? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, where you say, "Hey, I need you guys to help me here," and you know those people exactly, they're going to support me, and that's and that's what you need in your life physically as well yeah so and and as far as the next thing that you asked ayana budgeting honestly that's going to come with time i think it's important to understand that your budget is going to be based on where you're at in the phase of your business and also in the phase of your life separate your business your personal and business finances period Mm -hmm. don't so if you've got your l if you don't have your llc get it and secondly immediately um, and, 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 and honestly, people say, oh, well, don't start with somebody to get your LLC. You, you don't have to, you don't, but I would eventually, when you get to a place, immediately hire somebody or get somebody to help you with your LLC. So mm-hmm. that way you're not dealing with that because you could, they're going to look at it from a growth perspective and you're not going to look at it from a right now perspective. And that's just where you're at right now. And then never commingle your funds. Just make sure you have a different bank account for each, each, uh, for your personal mm-hmm. and your business. So. With that, Ayana, I hope we answered your questions. Man, mad love. I yeah, love what you're to you, doing. Man. It's it's inspiring to see people, you know, really trying to go out there and do something and get started. Mm. You know, props to you. You know, you're doing what most people uh, are, are really too scared to do. Really exactly. Big deal. Congratulations. We're, we're proud of you. So switching gears, Luis, what does your future hold for you, man? What's your next steps? Where do you want to go from here? Um, man, honestly, I have so many dreams. I have a book. I call it my dream book. And I literally, anytime I have like a good idea, I just write it in the book and I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get it done. And, uh, really this one sounds kind of, kind of silly. Uh, but 
I really want to start a taco shop. <laughs> He's Mexican, guys. You know, and honestly, uh, and, I'm, and I'm Dominican, so I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, as long as you got um, seafood or vegan options. But you know, really, what it is? It's my I see a need, and that's really what it comes from. You know, when you see a need somewhere, and yeah. Here, the tacos in Jacksonville, know, living, Florida, suck. Oh man, I'm from San Diego, California, originally. So coming to Jacksonville, California, or Jacksonville, and going to Taco Bell, and people saying this is authentic Mexican food, you know, really rubs me funny. <laughs> you know what I hate, bro? When Taco they Bell. when they don't saute the peppers <laughs> and onions with the meat. Come like, on, like y'all how y'all sauteing them separate? Rookie mistakes. Yeah, but I mean, that's really, and honestly, you know, there's a couple of things that me and my <laughs> wife really want to do. We would love to start a, a school. Wow, um, that's a really big one that we would really. I feel like there's a huge need for. Um, a different type of educational system, you know, when kids are growing, you know, more of an organic kind of feel. So uh, we can get into that, but I don't want to give all the nuggets away because then someone else will start it and then I'm going to have to shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't, we, we don't definitely don't want to do that. We'll talk about that on another note. We have, we have um, a couple more minutes here. And mm-hmm. uh, while I, I love the idea of the school, bro, that sounds amazing. We'll have to yeah. talk about that in the near future. Um, this uh, has been great talking about growth and talking about where we want to go. I just want to encourage everybody that where you're at right now is okay, yeah. but you, but it's only okay if you know you're not in the right spot, if you know you're trying to move forward. Because this isn't just about business. While my audience is, is, is definitely teaching people to have a personal growth aspect to their life and how that is more important and focusing on and forgetting about it because this business is this oh this is this is not personal bro it's business mentality has to go out the window because everything we do is personal and we have to remain in that relational standpoint Mm -hmm. to learn how to bring value to other people it all reflects Um, your brand exactly and i don't want to buy from somebody who's fake if i if i aside from COVID 19 if i reach out to shake your hand luis are you going to shake my hand and the answer should be if you yes that you're going to shake my hand. It's the same with everything that you do. I want to I want value to be reciprocated. I want to be able to give. How can I help you? Is the very first thing that should come out of your mouth when you try to build a relationship mm-hmm. and how you want to grow your personal self because that's going to expand into your business, into your finances, into everything that you're doing with your life and and it all all stem from the what is your why. Yeah. Amen. That's good. Well, thank you so much, Luis, for coming on the You Are Growth podcast, where we talk about growth and that at all times, you are growth. And that's on what? You are growth. On period, bro. Uh, It's okay. That's on period. He's tired, guys. He's tired. (laughs) That's on period, meaning you are growth. And that's on period. Uh, I'm going to teach you the lingo. You're 30 now. You're getting old. So, uh, <laughs> all right, bro. I'm well, thank you teaching so much me for how your to time. Dug yeah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for your time, man. Love you so much. You have a wonderful night. And tell, uh, tell your uh, family I said hi. Sounds good. Bye. Have a good night. You too, boss. <laughs>